Hello, Weebs, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This week, we're going to talk about a couple of things, uh, get our teeth into something that I've been watching, and a anime that Sam has suggested. First of all, Sam, I want to talk about a film franchise that uh, I think you, you've, you've said to me that you like, you enjoy, um, okay, and that this I've got be, no experience with. Many and varied. Yeah. It's no John experience Wick. with, again, many and varied. John Wick. John Wick. Okay. So, so you've clearly, judging by that, you've you've gone from one to the most <laughs> recent release, right? You would think, right? Because that would be the yeah, logical thing to do. I saw I saw that John Wick was out of the cinema, and it's called Chapter Four. And I thought, you know what? What a good place to jump on board because you know the four is the new one, and working back. I heard that. I have heard that been said before. Yeah, like to be honest, franchises in general. That I think the the hot topic of the day is watching them out of order. Like you look at Star Wars, and there's all the The Razor Order, right? Like when we watched through Star Wars, it was like we'll watch one, we'll watch four, one, two, three, five, six, Force Awakens. That's a good day. That was a that was a whole marathon. That was fun. Um, Yeah. So exactly, was it a good day? I, I, there was a lot of alcohol involved. I can't remember much. There was, um, so, so this is chapter four of John Wick. I have not seen yes. chapters one, two, three. Are they called chapters or is it just John Wick one, two, three? Is this the first chapter effectively? This is the first one where I think but it there was you called go. chapter. So it's, it's John Wick, John Wick. Behold, here it is. Brand new franchise. Let's just yep. call it after some guy. Um, then I think it was just John Wick two. Then I think they started trying to get a little bit experimental with the titles so that john okay. wick three was called john wick three parabellum uh, and right, then they went okay. john wick chapter four because nobody knew what a parabellum was i still don't know what a parabellum yeah. is okay good well i'm glad we've clarified because um i thought this was the first chapter and it is so it makes sense that i jump on now um what do you, so chapter four I, i'm gonna do this right. without spoilers I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Hopefully, yes. It's not say, here for another. I'm going twenty days in Japan. I think um, inevitably there may be some spoilers that I can't help by talking you about. You know what? It. That's fine. Look, I think in general, it's a John Wick movie. There's not yeah, much. So I think you can. My first spoil. spoiler. My first spoiler. There's a okay. bit of violence in this. So, well, you know that goes against the heart and soul of the whole franchise. Will <laughs> do you know what violence, I thought so? Keanu Reeves, I thought, was this brilliant rom-com actor that's just full of charisma and personality <laughs> that just <laughs> doesn't need to move a, move a muscle to portray the characters he's involved with. I thought... You know, I've was... seen him cry. Yeah, I've seen The, the Lake House. Is that, that one of his? I don't know. I've seen Speed. Is that rom-com? Is he in The Lake House? I'm going to have to look that up now. Um, What's The Lake House? The one house? with the time-travelling time letterbox. Isn't that The Notebook with Ryan Gosling? <laughs> no. No. The Lake House. Uh, here we go. That or there's just been yep. some very specific Keanu parallel Reeves. thought. Nope. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock um, skating around on the ice. They're, they're two different 
lives. They exchange lo- love letters through the lake house. They both own the lake house, but at different time periods. And they use a, a, time, a letterbox yeah. to send letters back and forwards. And then they try and meet up. And, uh, that, I mean, that film is from 2006. So I feel like I can spoil it. I think one of them dies at the end. Oh, do they, do they, do they? I feel like that was a shorthand for a lot of rom-coms in, in that era. It was, oh, one of these has been sad. So now all of them have to be sad or try to be sad. (laughs) It wasn't like Marley and Me was the same kind of thing, right? It was like, look, it's a fun rom-com with a dog and we're introducing it so that Jennifer Aniston can finally get the guy. the dog dies. Oh God. (laughs) And then all the trauma comes flooding back. Um, So anyway, John Wick chapter four. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Go on. It's violent. The rest of the film is Keanu Reeves and Owen Wilson teaming up to revenge to avenge the death of the dog. Well, you know what? That would honestly be fairly on brand for this franchise. <laughs> like him yeah. getting revenge for dogs is kind of his thing. Um, oh, is it? What, in John Wick. Yeah. I get, this is oh. this is fat. I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is fascinating. Like okay. to to talk to somebody about John okay. Wick who doesn't know anything about John Wick but somehow knows more about John Wick than I currently know about John Wick. Yeah. Okay. Is, so first non-spoilery spoiler that comes up in this film. So the dog stuff. It, it it's yeah it's true to trend. There is dog stuff. That that don't take that out of context. But there is clip that. There is a dog in this, and it's a part of the movie. The, um, pit bull? Is it a pit bull? Like it's like a big, like a bulldog maybe. It's not a bulldog. No, it's like an Alsatian or like a uh, oh. something. Um, okay. Yeah, and the dog is used in different ways to support and perform various murders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Does he get the um, dog from Halle Berry by any chance? No, um, it's oh. not his dog. Yeah, because she else, has someone else's dog. It, Ah, so, so in the third film, she has two Alsatians that she uses oh, for right. various murders with John Wick. But John Wick himself uh, has, I think, a bulldog that he gets at the end of the second film, which is in the third film that's getting looked after. At the, you know what? You just keep going. I'll, I'll yeah. just if I feel like there's a point that I need to kind of like clarify, I'll, I'll jump in. So he's got an Alsatian that helps with the murders. Well, he's it's, he's not. He's, there's another dude. There's another dude who's might be might be there as well. Well, no, he's definitely there. Um, I'm not going to give away his motives, but that he is involved with a dog, and his one of his weapons of choice is his own dog, and he uses him to <laughs> kill various people. I'm just imagining like playing COD, and like you put up the weapon wheel, and one of them is just like a picture of a puppy. <laughs> it's like yeah, it, feel, it okay, feels okay. Forty seven. It feels Crystal. very gamified in that sense because he's, he's just like, um, it just says, it just says one what word finish it and do the I dog have? goes and it's, it's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a gun as well. And then, but then it, 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 it almost seems like he pauses to let the dog do the thing. So it's almost like he's just holding down a trigger. Yeah. He's, and pressing he's dog. used the button. <laughs> yeah. And now the dog's yeah, so doing his animation and I time. can't move until the animation finishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, there's lots of action in this. Let's talk about the action because it's John Wick and mm, I feel like that's a cornerstone of the franchise. Feel like God, no. I'm breaking new ground here. Um, that, that so th- there's a lot of fight scenes as you would expect. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I, at the very beginning of this film, I, I, it, as the film started, I thought, oh my 
God, this is going to be terrible because it opens the, the, the opening scene is a little bit, um, cringy in, in terms of the way it's sort of brought about. And also Keanu okay. Reeves first line, I was very sort of like, oh, that didn't really feel impactful it felt like it was supposed to be really dramatic and didn't really look man have keanu reeves any sort of impact it doesn't so much act as he just kind of turns <laughs> up let's be honest like okay he, yeah he, like yeah have you seen the new matrix no no yeah, don't it's bad um, <laughs> okay. i think yeah. he's very very good at being this stoic character who talks like this and he moves his head around and he's got a very husky voice and he shoots people and that, that's him. That's jo- that's Keanu Reeves as an actor. I recently watched yeah. uh, Toy Story 4 and he's the exact same character as a toy in Toy Story <laughs> as he is as John Wick in John Wick. Like he doesn't, I wouldn't, I'd say he less, he emotes as he looks at an emotion from across the room and goes, Maybe I'm feeling that. Like, yeah. yeah. So, okay. it starts off quite cringy. He's... Yeah. What? Only in the opening scene, really. And then and, and then from there, it does pick up. And I think as the film goes through, the, uh, the action... It, has the action in John Wick ever been held to, like, high critical sort of um, review? Like, do people... Because this is a huge fairly big franchise it's almost like a, i feel like it's more like a cult classic that's evolved into this sort of phenomenon rather definitely than like the, like the first an, one amazing kind of, films that have always been great yeah like so the first one to say breaking new ground it sounds very cliche but it kind of did in terms of the way that the action was shot and it turned into this okay. big celebration of action movies kung fu wire fu this whole idea of like an action star again. And um, the first film, I guess the box office didn't really perform, but then it gained this following. And that's why we're now seeing four different like versions of this. I got definitely feel like that from my exposure to the franchise without actually ever watching it. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer your question about the, the choreography and the action, it's always been held at a very high standard. So even from the very first movie, people have praised it for its creativity, um, its like kind of visceral nature, and just the way that it all feels very physical and very... I hesitate to say realistic, because there is a moment where no, I get, he's I, I know what you on mean. a horse, like kicking a guy off a he's motorbike. He's in a horse in this like, as well. Oh, good. I'm glad the horse got more play after this like the third one because you know it was an interesting idea but yeah the action character. has always been lauded it, was more, it had more had more charisma than keanu himself yeah i mean go on. yeah that's fair <laughs> okay okay right good um the the action is phenomenal i really enjoyed it. it it keeps you gripped the whole way through um that's good the settings the the cinematography like the 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 tone of the um it feels very rich and very just like um, over oversaturated a lot of the time, but mm. very sort of bold the colors, colors really pop out, right? Yeah, and and just the the, the settings in general, they're so. They, it reminds me sort of like of, of games and things like that, where they've got like right, we're going to do this big scene in the, in this nightclub or in this. Here's you know, the level. <laughs> the player's going to come level. in through this, this door. 
this guy's going to yeah. come from here. This guy's going to come from down there. Yeah. Here's the weapons that you yeah. can pick up. Like, how is the player going to solve? And here's the, puzzle? the big. Here's the boss. Here's, here's the, the boss, boss for this level. <laughs> he's immune to all the pistols. Levels. But if you find the secret <laughs> katana in the fish tank, then you can beat him in one hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but while that, you've got all the minions around the side that you've got to take on, and they're obviously depleting your health as you go through, and you've got to try and battle them at the same time. Yeah, um, very much like that still. Um, but yeah, just really, really creative ways. Like you said, everything you said there sort of resonated with with Chapter 4 as well, because mm. there's some there's there's like a really cool top-down scene where you sort of see the the walls almost like sims ified mm. like so you can see down on top of things and that's a, a, a spectacular scene kind of like that um, bit from kill bill where like the camera goes over the head and it shows the whole restaurant as they're like walking through and you're kind of figuring out where everything is before the scene plays out itself yeah but the whole fight scene is got done through that through that view um, and he's cool. going through the different transitions and it's a really sort of um like early like 1800s french mansion um so it's like got loads of intricate decor and um yeah really really nice really nice sort of aesthetic to the to the buildings and stuff um nice yeah so that's a bit bit spoilery but it's just like i'm just talking about the fight scenes i guess i'm not talking about plot or anything yeah exactly um plot in a john wick movie please I, at some point before we finish, I want to hear. I want to hear your um, predictions about what you think is going to happen in um, this chapter. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's there's some bits that I found a bit hard to sort of. That were a bit jarring. There was some animation. There's a car scene at one point, and I feel like I don't. I can't tell how they filmed it mm. or how it's put together. But it looks. It looks it, I don't think it looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I think potentially that's just what they've they've tried something and I don't really think it works for the for the car scene. Um there's some there's a, there's get on a, a motorbike. lot of gruesome stuff. Yes, he gets on a motorbike. It's Keanu Reeves, of course he got on a motorbike. Okay, that's good. You say yeah. gruesome stuff? Like is it is it kind of like a I can actually like taken aback? Like, ooh, like stuff you haven't maybe seen before. I've seen a lot of stuff, man. Like, there's not a lot that I can... I've seen some things. I've seen some stuff. (laughs) There's there's nothing that made me look away. Like, but there was stuff that was like, oh, okay. Um, Just a lot of kills that were very, like you say, visceral, like very close quarters. Um, Do you want spoilers... Can I give you like some individual kills without spoiling anything, or do you want to save them? I'm happy to do either. I think the the draw for me is like being uh, like seeing the creative kills. If you could give me, okay, yeah, okay, you tell me one kill. I'll give you one kill. Okay, that like stuck with you in terms of uh, he he finds a um, some nunchucks and repeatedly batters a guy's head just his head's on the table and he's just battering him just it's like five hits too many like it's like john he's dead <laughs> please yeah and he definitely doesn't know how to use them and throughout the scene he learns how to use them very quickly um oh, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's kind of funny i like that like the idea that he picks up a weapon that he doesn't know and he's just using it in the most like unga bunga i'm just gonna hit you with it <laughs> i'm just gonna keep just like battering you with this yeah. flail yeah yeah um 
There are a lot of characters in this that I think I'm supposed to know from the from the franchise. Mm. Lance Reddick, um, the the black concierge from the the hotel, like recently yes. passed away, uh, which is very sad. But um, like he's a, he's been in all of the films so far. He's also a very good action actor in his own right. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, Morpheus. Um, what's he called? Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I imagine he's making a return with all his weird pigeons and stuff. Correct. Um, <laughs> I don't remember any pigeons, but he's in it. Yeah. And um, who's he called? Blackbeard from the Pirates of the Caribbean film. The British guy. <laughs> he's very well spoken. He's like, oh, John, you've, you've messed around with the table for the last time. I can't help you again. <laughs> Is it Ian McShane? That's it, Ian McShane. I love Ian McShane. He is amazing. Yeah, he is quality. Yeah, he's in it as well. Um, good, good. So yeah, overall. So I mean, like, I don't really know uh, what else I can say. There's you can give me a some final bits, score. Some plots. You can give me a final score. Hold on, hold on. Oh, there are some plots where I feel like they've gone out of their way. Like there's 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 points where they have to get somewhere. And then they use that. There's there seems to be they seem to go out of their way to make it more complicated so there can be more fighting. It's like you could have simplified this a lot. Just um, use the fast travel. Like I don't know why you I don't know why you've made these decisions and little things like that. I'm like I can't get it out of my head. So the whole scene as it as you're sitting there trying to like figure out the logistics of it rather than actually you, like you just you just didn't need to do it. You could have, you could have avoided all of this. Um, but hey, I thought okay overall. I thought the movie was very entertaining, and I think that's what John Wick's all about. Really, it was Absolutely. very fun. Um, lots of great action, lots of great gruesome scenes. Um, there was there, there was a lot of throwbacks, and I think stuff that I could tell were meant to be throwbacks to the first three, and mm. lots of sort of references. Like, is he missing a finger? I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, end of chapter three. Um, in order to kind of repent for uh, all of his transgressions against the organization that he's a part of. Um, he sacrifices his finger and then immediately kills the guy that does that. So he goes back on the run like immediately afterwards. So yeah, he's missing, I think, his ring finger, I think. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think that, that will be nice for a lot of viewers coming in that know the franchise. I think as a standalone movie, I think it works. And it definitely... That's surprising. I, I definitely sort of felt felt like from beginning to end, I had some sort of narrative. Um, and I felt like it, it, the climax was, was, was different. I think probably different. I don't know, because I haven't seen them. But I feel like it'll be a bit different to other John Wicks. Mm. I mean, it was a bit slower. It wasn't like full action for the final showdown, mm. which was... Yeah, usually there's like a... I don't know whether that's... Like, a, like either one guy that's been doggedly chasing him the whole time and they have their big showdown or it is a bit slower and you're kind of talking to the guy who's pulling the strings and, and resolving okay. that. So threat. it might not, it, it might have, again, I think, I think what it'll do is it'll throw, it'll help. It, it will resonate with, I think it's done John Wick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think they've thought about, they haven't just tried to do this yeah. big thing that doesn't fit into the, franchise my big question then is does it leave room open for there to be like a chapter five or like a, a another sequel does it end on a cliffhanger 
or can we expect this to be kind of could the franchise stop here? Um, I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, okay. Because I, that yeah, alone would be a spoiler. I'm not going to tell you that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think it. I think it would. Um, I think you need to see this, and uh, we can come back to you when you've seen it. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, my predictions. What, what have you got? Any? Yeah. So coming off the back of Parabellum three. Um, he spent the whole film trying to gain forgiveness and then immediately throws all of that out. I think this film, knowing nothing of John Wick 4, because it's not out yet and I've not really watched anything other than the trailers, I think he's going to try and either make peace with his allies and then kind of create like the Avengers of the John Wick universe... Or he's going to try and completely destroy the, like, assassin system. So I think it's it's one of the two. It's either he's going to go fight the even bigger bad guy with, like, Lance Fishbourne and Halle Berry and all of those kind of guys and, like, get them all to get, get the gang together. Or he's going to try and tear everything down from the inside and just, re- like, set everything back to zero. So... They're my two predictions. Yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah, no, I mm. like I like your thoughts. Okay, um, cool. Right, shall we move on? Uh, I think we shall. Let's move on. Lovely thoughts on John Wick there, uh, Will. I love it. And uh, to come back around this week, we are going to be talking about a anime series, an anime series that I asked you to check out, which is called. Black Rock Shooter. Now, I'm really hoping that you didn't just watch the OVA because I realized that I sent you Black Rock Shooter 2010 and I'm hoping that you watched at least three episodes and not just one single thing. Yes. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. I watched three episodes. Good. Okay. We're good. Not Dawnfall. (laughs) Dawnfall is the new one on Disney, which we're not watching. Correct. Which I was... Gutted I couldn't watch okay. on Disney. Whew. I was like, ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I I found this um, floating around somewhere. and um, As we all do, from was, time to time. It, it, as, uh, yeah. And uh, it, it seemed, um, it, it seemed quite a, a hard thing. It was quite a hard thing to find, really. There was, I was try- it took me a while to sort of Google, because you said 2010. Yep. This seems like it was made in 2012. Everywhere that I googled, it said 2012 rather than 2010. It could um, well be. I, yeah, whatever. Um, but do you know what I mean? There's just there seemed to be a lot of conflicting information because then mm. it came up with the Disney version, and then even yeah. this on some websites said you can watch it here on Disney. So that I kept going back to Disney. I was like, no, this definitely isn't the right one. And then yeah. then someone mentioned the OVA. I was like, I don't. I don't what does don't this mean? And, and all, watch, all of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Black Rock Shooter. Let's just kind of break that down quickly. Um, yeah. Just I'll give you a quick history lesson about like how this came to be because this is a very much an of its time Fantastic. situation. Um, an illustrator whose name I do not have to hand, or do I? Let me find it. <laughs> I should have got this prepared earlier. I did have it prepared earlier. Quick turnaround. So Black yeah. Rock Shooter was originally just an illustration done by a guy, a guy called uh, Ryohei Fuke. Uh, who was like quite a prolific um, light novel 
illustrator. He did lots of drawings for different series, and he created this original image of this pale-skinned girl with long, dark hair and a glowing, fiery blue eye and a big gun. And for some reason, (laughs) a bunch of publishers decided, okay, let's make a franchise out of this. And so... um, Hatsune Miku, which you may have heard of before, the the cyan-haired, leak-spinning, virtual AI songstress, uh, made a song oh, yeah. based on yeah. that image. Uh, and then that span off into the OVA, which was a kind of short story developed from the lyrics of the song and also some ideas that the illustrator had, which then evolved into a short series, which we have watched the first three episodes of today, which spanned for eight um episodes followed by two or three different mangas each set in their own different universe followed by again two video games again set in their own universe and then recently i think as early as last year the disney plus um distributed black rock shooter dawn fall all from one picture that's it is insane to me that you can like somebody drew something that was everyone just went I want to create for this. I, I don't care what it is. There's no context. There's no plot. No, it's just a seed. It's just a seed that people have taken and ran with. It's, it's kind of poetic, isn't it, in a yeah. way? And this series, in a way, is kind of poetic and metaphorical and sort oh, of... yes. Weird. Oh, my, my um, yes. So, <laughs> Please, Will, what is happening here? So... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I've watched. So it's there's a lot of metaphoric references here. And I feel like at this stage, after episode three, there's this dream world going on simultaneously to these high schoolers mm-hmm. that is just a metaphoric representation of their emotions going growing up as teenage girls and their connection with one another. Mm-hmm. Um that's my understanding of this sort of alternate reality that so- seems to be playing out at the same time as our protagonists are going through high school, getting to know each other and sort of navigating those relationships as yeah. people. Is that, is that what's happening or is it more, is there like, is it really happening? <laughs> trying to ask me this? Yeah, if I have any better understanding of this than you do? One would, well, you have seen more of the show. I have me. seen more of the show. I have <laughs> so seen hoping. the whole show. Um, like, look, yeah. it is exactly as you say. It is very metaphysical, meta-commentary on uh, what's happening in these girls' lives. Um, it has been a long time since I've watched Black Rock Shooter. I think I first watched it back in maybe 20... Oh, here we go. The look, come out. It's been almost 10 years since I've watched this, like all the way through. Um, and yeah. as far as I can remember... Initially, it seems like what happens in the dream world with with Black Rock Shooter and the various yeah. other battle girls, let's call them, um, is isolated. And it is meant to just be a representation of, oh, here's a psychopath who's doing psychopathic things. And that's represented of emotional damage by this character bleeding mm. black and blue blood. Sure. Okay. Fine. It's a cool yeah. fight scene. However... As I kept watching, and as the like, the student counselor kept getting more involved. It seemed to be that no, actually, 
what's happening in that world is affecting characters in the real world and only she knows that there is that link. But it all seems so mundane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm jealous of my friend. Meanwhile, in the other dimension, there's like a nuke is going off and like somebody's lost a limb and things are flying everywhere and people are dying. And I'm like... Yeah. There's melodrama. I... I That that seems that's a really that's a really specific criticism of it to be honest. Like, I feel, I mean, high school. What are these like? Eleven, twelve. These will be like I think their first year of junior high because they're they're talking about. I'm going to wait until I go to high school to get a boyfriend. So they are going to be like thirteen to uh, sixteen. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Um. I don't know. I feel like their, their their emotions are so prevalent at that age. Oh like, yeah. The represent. Yes, it, yes, it's very. There's a big contrast between the two worlds in terms of the stakes, but in the girls' lives, those are the stakes. Like those are the big things that they're worried about. Those are like the the foundations of what makes them them at that stage. Like especially with um, Yami whose whole existence seems to revolve around this psychopath. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of reality starts to get un- un- unwound and uh, unpicked by Motto. Matto, I think. Is it mm. Matto? Yeah, Matto. Um, so I think, yeah, when with the, from an outside perspective, there's a big... And look, I can completely get on board with the idea that, yeah, when you're you're a teenager and when you have all these hormones flying around, especially when we were teenage girls. Yeah, of course. And and as we've established, we're teenage girls. We understand the the common the common folk, the common demographic of this podcast is us, the teenage girl. I'm still seventeen. I I understand. You get it. Yeah, you get it. Like you, you, you're sad about things. (laughs) You have emotions. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like. I, I get it. At that age, the smallest thing and the smallest friendship and the smallest bit of jealousy are the biggest things in the world to you. And I do yeah. like yeah. that it's taken a big swing and said, okay, so how can we represent this that isn't just girls like crying at each other and, and, and going to see the counsellor, but let's mm. display this as this bombastic 3D, 2D hybrid battle sequence in a weird Madoka Magica-esque dreamscape. Like, yeah, I like that they took yeah. the swing, but the contrast mm. is so unbelievably stark. Like, there are points when uh, yeah. you get, like, 20 seconds of the most intense battle you have ever seen in your life, and then it cuts back to, like, the girl talking through a wooden door at a hospital (laughs) and i'm like yeah pick one like for me (laughs) like i've watched anime i've watched tv shows where a conversation through a closed door with directional choices and music choices and like build up has been more emotional Mm. than like a climatic final shonen battle in terms of the emotion it elicits from me yeah however so you think they're cheap? They're making it. They're they're doing it cheaply. You think that this this big important moment is being ruined? Yeah, by, ruined. they're trying to have their cake by, and eat by it. This, by this, yeah. Okay, all right. It's a, a, what about you? What, what did you think to um, the, to the so it doesn't, conflicting 
ways of representing these conflicts. I don't know. I don't do well with these abstract sort of uh, takes on things. So it it was a bit jarring. And at first I was just like, I don't really get what's happening in these fight scenes. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But like who... I can't even tell which character it is at this point. I don't know them well enough. And their hair is similar colours and... I'm not sure who this is supposed to be because they're both very different outfits. So it's not like it's yeah, it's not like a clear analog. Like other. Mato is the Black Rock shooter, yeah. but her hair is short. Black Rock shooter's hair is very long, and there's like even the face looks different. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, I, I'm not going to say that I like it. No, I didn't. <laughs> but there we go, folks. There it is. <laughs> But I thought it. I thought it as as it went. I think it started off so sort of like, "Hey, we're doing this, and we're doing this, and just deal with it." And then as it went on, and it started to sort of play, they changed depending on the mood, and they changed depending on the dynamic in the social situations. That's when I started thinking, "Oh, they're doing something a little okay. clever here because they are mirroring the situations well, and they're showing." And uh, do you know what? I think they do. The emotions they're trying to portray, they're really focusing in on the nuance there, like the the slight changes. Because I like how um, Yami, her her thing flips from this like really really horrible Mm. situation, but it's familiar and she knows it. And she's the one that is being relied upon. And then she sort of has to make herself vulnerable Mm. a little bit by putting herself out there for Mato. And then, and then she's feeling all the jealousy yeah. and these sorts of things. That blonde psychopath girl—I didn't get a name. Blonde, blonde psychopath, psychopath girl, girl is what I've written in my notes as well. Yeah, she was feeling, and obviously she was reacting very poorly to that. She was being very. I'm going to physically and mentally abuse you. <laughs> yeah, and force feed your friend until she leaves the creepy the doll, doll scene. go home go like, home this girl is the, the needle work on the on the chest um, was was a particular throwing herself the stairs, down the goddamn stairs <laughs> what is and going on the audacity been... but on the other sorry other... <laughs> but the mother who comes in at the end and goes Oh, but I feel so bad for her because she was hit by a car that one time six years ago that I'm allowing her to role play as yeah. a crippled person. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least Mato calls that what? out. She sees yeah. the bullshit and she calls it out when she sees it. She's like, but what about you? Yeah. What about her? And it's like, yeah. Okay. At least somebody speaking yeah. sense. We never see the mother again. She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good. Good riddance. Um, but on the other hand, we have some rainbow birds that bring everyone together. Um, is it a bit on the nose for this to be like a, a pride media sort of thing? Like, you've definitely got a lot of close relationships oh. with these girls. And the, and the rainbow, the, the birds are sort of I didn't even there. consider that. And really? I, yeah. I, Whew, new take from Will. Hot take. I, I guess, as <laughs> often can be the case with um, with Japanese media and is it Yowie Bay Yuri in this case? Yeah, Yowie it would Bay? be. No, I don't know which one. Whether it's Yuri Bay or Yuri. whether it is um, 
just trying to portray friendships. I'm I'm not sure, but it's, that's it's a really interesting observation that um, yeah, so there is a rainbow symbol, and Yomi clearly has these big emotions towards Mato as kind of like her savior and kind of the person who's lifted her out of this really abusive situation. Um, there's definitely a reading, a queer reading into this that you could take, and I think probably that's why the franchises managed to kind of keep going for so long like the there are no male characters to speak of it is very much a girl centered show so yeah. i think if somebody wanted to read queer mm. insights into this then 100 percent they could do um and i think that that's a valid take like yeah. that there are i think there were a lot of lines and things and a lot of ways they their their relationship developed that led that way and um because i think you know that they, they sort of say that they don't want a boyfriend and then like there's a lot of blushing and stuff when they're complimenting mm. each other and sort of saying and and there's a lot of openness like the like exchanging that, of gifts like important well, handmade gifts to one another there's the idea of like that that yeah, jealousy even lot- that jealousy that we see in episode three towards the the childhood friend that's been there since kindergarten like yeah that almost takes on a more of a romantic um element you could see like a like a spurned lover almost so yeah. yeah, valid, valid observation. I did not even yeah. think about that. I was I was too busy being distracted by um, Black Rock Shooter shooting things <laughs> with her glowy blue eye. <laughs> yeah, so in the dreamscape, let's call it, that there doesn't really seem to be much narrative though. It just seems to be a lot of there's no dialogue, a lot of like they they there's no dialogue, but there's also obviously it plays out the scene plays out and they either break out of the chains or they don't break out of the chains but it never really you will or, or, never or the monster changes the i guess they have turned sorry sure that's all right that's fine um i guess they do evolve into different they do evolve into the characters don't they a bit yeah more, you can right? tell which one's yomi blonde at the very least because she's got the glass oh. she's got the glasses so therefore i know which character this is um and the yeah, psycho wheelchair okay. girl like you can tell that it's her based on like how she presents but initially it is a lot more monstrous but then she turns into the devil girl i don't think she turns into the devil girl i think the devil girl is a third party always within her as far as i can remember as far as what like i could see watching these first three again i think the devil girl is like a third party that's just there to kind of like cause problems on purpose and then leave (laughs) okay Right. Sure. Wait. Is the devil girl the counsellor? Now, this is something really interesting. that, And I can't remember how the rest of this plays out. But <laughs> okay. in my notes, mm. like I went, oh, yeah, it's really great that they frame the school counsellor as this really positive force for good. She's like... She's lending a helping <laughs> ear. She's giving them coffee. Yeah. She, they're talking about Enter their feelings. Three. This is good. This is pos- a positive message. Mm. And then every single moment with the school counselor, after I wrote that note, I was like, oh no, she's, she's forcing them to confront trauma when they're not prepared for it. Oh no. She's saying that everyone's laughing at this girl. Oh no. She's trying to force like yeah. some sort she- of like traumatic experience upon these people who she has specifically She's gaslighting like, this girl chosen from the yearbook as having these special eyes, which I guess means that they're linked to the dream world. And she's trying to forcibly manipulate them. And I'm like, 
Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. Maybe she's not great. Yeah. yeah. Or at the very least, she's neutral. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's neutral, dude. You, what you, everything you just say, you can't say that she's. What you follow well, the classic right? track trap that. Like she does loads of good, so then therefore does loads she's of bad. In the middle. So that's neutral. That's not <laughs> well, how it, it works. It depends. Like, can she go into the world and, and could it, is she the devil person? I can't remember um, from before. Like, mm. if she is the, the, there's a lot of hints towards it. I think um, Mato at one point says she feels more like a middle aged woman. So there's like the implicate, and then the next scene yeah. is the counselor like mentally breaking one of the students, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa on the nose much but again you've only got eight episodes to tell yeah. it but could it be that she can't interact with the dream world so she's trying to do things through that angle like again i can't remember but it's also not very clear what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah these ca- characters are not what they seem in a lot of situations it feels like even our main character um <clears throat> yami no not yami motto Mato. Mato. she seems she, there's a weird personality thing where she's a bit of an arsehole on the sports mm. in sports like she just hogs the ball and is not a team player yet everything we've seen so far friendship. is her being like thinking of others and, and trying friendship. to sort of friendship and those sorts of things but get me on a call and I, and I am you. nobody's friend I am yeah <laughs> yeah a weird personality trait to throw mm. to our protagonist the, the hog the the showboat. The, I mean, she doesn't showboat. But she's like the, the, be- the best at sports. She's like a sport prodigy. And then is also this massive empath. Apparently, yeah. But like prodigy. Like, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but prodigies need to pass the ball. I, I don't buy into the, you know, just because you're the best don't mean you've know, got man. It's a team sport. Blue Lock. Guess what we're watching next no. week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it finished today. Oh, I'm so excited for you to <laughs> oh. watch it. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> just to, just to see your i, I just want there to be an episode but, um, where we like you are talking about it can we watch it live <laughs> and you're just commentating over the top <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so oh dear. okay i want to ask you about, um, about uh character designs what did you think of black rock shooter herself like this all stemmed from one image of this edgy hot topic teen girl like, what did you think of the design work and the character design of everybody and the enemies in general? I don't know. I think one of the first lines in the show is short skirts. Yeah, she looks across and is like, oh, um, so short. And then, yeah. Um, and the, the the battle women, and even, no, the, the, the battle shonen girls are really, they're drawn very mm. scantily a lot of the time. Here's and, my hot pants um, and my crop top. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, honestly, I didn't really like. If, if we just sort of, I, th- I think a lot of my discomfort with this is to do with like the the palette, the, the okay. color palettes they've used. I don't mm. the muted sort of toned down colors um, didn't really do it for me. And I think the characters, the character designs were fine, but like I don't think they popped enough. Mm. I don't think they really did enough to sort of grip me. There wasn't enough stark contrast between the characters and then the weird shape-shifting stuff around them for me to really sort of pick out a lot of what was going on. Um, and again, 
we mentioned um recently about like visceral reactions to stuff and visceral feelings of, of violence i wouldn't i wouldn't say I yeah really there's a lot of moments much, where um, blackrock shooter herself is like she's bound in some sort of way and there's like a chainsaw or something hits her and there's like this big splash of what's maybe blood blacky blue, blue blood fluorescent stuff but yeah. then she just gets back up and keeps fighting and there's no sense of like is she ever gonna lose it's almost like she's just able yeah. to just keep going and going and going and i don't feel what the stakes are unless i know what's happening in the real world but also by the end of episode three the implication yeah. is that what happens in the dream world can also affect the real world to a degree because she shoots the stand-in for the sports coach person and then she collapses in the nurse's office. So I'm like, how much sway does Blackrock Shooter have on what's happening with Mato? And how much does what Mato is doing matter to Blackrock Shooter? Like, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you asked about the character designs. I don't really have much of an mm. opinion on it because all of this other stuff is going on i think they could be really good i think in isolation obviously this has come from a drawing i feel like in isolation they mm. could be like oh that's a really cool design but in terms of the show i don't really yeah get that i don't really there's too much going on for me no, really I, can, to appreciate I, I, I do agree with that um i think if you've got a character whose eye can burn like with a cool blue flame and that isn't the most striking blue color you've ever seen in your life, then you're wasting that gimmick. Like it should be like front yeah. and center when that happens that you know that shit is about to go down. And here it just felt like, Oh, it's mm. just happened. And she's won. Cool. Whatever. Also, yeah. I maybe a bit simple in terms of the designs. Like they are quite basic if we're to compare to another show that came out around the same time and was also doing trippy visuals like Madoka, their designs had a lot more going on, but mm. also, like you said, the palette yeah. was striking. Like you think of Madoka, you think of the bright cool. pink of her costume yeah. and it's very, very striking. Here it's pasty white girl with black hair and like three filters over the top of the blue for her eye. And I'm like, nah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what we what we thinking about this overall? I. What did you? I don't think. If I was going to carry on watching this, I don't. I don't think. I don't know which way I'd want it to go. I almost want to keep the two worlds separate, but it feels like from what you said, that it feels it might like be they're merging. They're going to start interacting. Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't know whether I don't know who watches this. <laughs> Weebs, Weebs who saw the illustration. It's the same I'm, people who watch this are going to be the people who love Hatsune Miku. They see one really cool character design and they make it their entire personality for the rest of their life. And I'm sorry to say it, but <laughs> okay. But apart from those, apart from those, though, is anyone going to get? I think there is a place for this in terms of the friendship that these girls experience. And if you focus on that, you'd have four episodes. There's definitely something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then it seems just a weird dynamic, a weird shift to throw in all of this. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, could you imagine that whenever we have a disagreement on the podcast 
And whenever we start like arguing with one another in some other dimension, mm. there's like facsimiles of us having some sort of epic grand katana battle, shooting at each other and doing whatever. And then whoever wins that wins the point and gets to choose whether a show is good or not, or wins the debate on whether it should be boneless chicken or bone in chicken. Like that sounds like a cool concept. Yeah. It kind of does. It's a shame it's not executed very well. <laughs> like, I know you're doing it very tongue-in-cheek, but it kind of sounds like a cool concept. I'd quite like to see that. Just this mental, these mental battles going on, even if it's just metaphoric, but like this other world where... It's a bit... It's, I'm trying to think of like other examples because it resonates with me with sort of... Um, um, or Kaguya, where it's war. like there's the high um, level, like thinking about a thousand Kaguya different things. And it's all represented in the most bombastic way. And it's yeah. just like, oh, but we're just sharing With an all umbrella. these different. Yeah, exactly. Like, that works. I think this is maybe yeah. too high yeah. concept. Like it is on paper, this is the coolest thing you've ever read. Like our interpersonal relationships yeah, could be are really represented good. by this manifested in this manifested. amazing 2.5D battle shonen that is going wild with the coolest drawing that the internet has ever seen. And it just, it just almost, it fails to deliver on either it, it, part. Like, I wouldn't say... Yeah. I think there were some big issues, like some big story, sorry, <clears throat> some big... um issues as in emotional issues that, that that these children are dealing with that are quite quite mm. sort of interesting to explore like this idea of um obsessive friendships and control and manipulation and it, it's got like a, these dark un- undertones that i think are quite interesting but are they exploring that i, I think i think mm. if they focused on that you, you could definitely good. like Split this show dead down the middle, and I think you could have a compelling show. Yeah, for both sides, you could have a really character-driven study of teenage girls and their emotions and healthy ways ways to deal with that. Yeah, and then you could also have like this bombastic, mm. insane battle shonen about battle girls who are scantily clad yeah. and like to blow each other up. Like you could have both but smashing yeah, them together but, takes away from potentially side. But, yeah and if you toned down a lot of the issues yeah if you toned down a lot of the sensitive issues and stuff with the friendships and just had mundane high school drama that is that is you know less mm. emotionally jarring i guess then then you can shift to this fantasy world and have it played out really dramatically because the issues are really lighthearted. It's, oh, she didn't sit with me at lunch. Or, and so in the oh, other world, you know, like, um, like a crevice they, they, opens they up and like this character is like. separated by him. Yeah, and it's really dramatic. And and that's the juxtaposition. But here you've got this, re- you've got both are so dramatic and deep things that it's like, also, the level of forgiveness. What are you going? What emotion at, like, do you want to feel? They resolve the issue. The battle is won. The battle girl has been defeated, and then we're just forgiving the blonde girl for years and years of abuse. Apparently, so. Mm, yeah. What? Yeah, they still want to be friends. Now, nah, cut that. <laughs> cut that person from your life. In true twenty twenty three, get them out of here. Focus on yourself, gonna, babe. Just. Focus on self-healing. 
Yeah. You're number one. Yeah. Look after yourself. Good Lord. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the only person Damn the girl right. can rely Sister. on is herself. Anyway. Um, it's a weird yeah. show. So yeah. It's a weird I mean, show. Go check it, it out. I feel Why not? maybe sometime we can check out the OVA and see if that's like a more complete crystallization of what this is. Maybe the new show fixes a lot of the problems that we've like talked about. Um, it's something that we can explore. Because yeah. I feel like there is a lot of potential yeah. here. I just think that in this All particular right. instance, they'd found what they wanted and they were just like, okay, just get something out there as fast as possible so that people will keep buying this and it stays in the zeitgeist for as long as possible. And I mean, here we are 10 years later talking about it. So something worked. So well, with all that said, do we think that this is like, does it do enough to get into the universe? No, this is far too strange to mm. show a, a noob, a novice. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna put this on their watch list. It's jarring for me, and I've seen plenty now, not as much as a lot, but I've seen enough to get a feel for the universe. And it's not <laughs> this. <laughs> this is a, such yeah. a yeah. I, I we we struggle to really get buy buy into mm. this, and I think. That for us veterans, uh, like it's it's itself. difficult to kind of get on board. Yeah. So for a newbie, yeah, no, I'd agree. I think, yeah, go and look at the artwork. <laughs> go look at the original drawing and say, hey, yeah, that's a cool character. Yeah. I wish she was in something better. Did the original artist work on the project? Um, that is an excellent question that Wikipedia Sam will be able to answer <laughs> you in about three seconds. No, different writers. Because, so basically, oh, the um, the image became super popular, and then it was picked up. I think they probably sold the rights uh, and the likeness to different companies, and then a famous writer mm. came on board to do the whole OVA side of things. And then, with once the OVA sold Gangbusters, because it's. 2010 japan and we like aesthetic designs of cool anime girls that do cool anime girl things of course then the longer eight episode series comes out and then we're just trying to make as much money as possible so okay fair now i was just thinking um do you think he's like this is not what i intended at all where have you got intention. this from like this weird yeah um okay sorry well, Black uh shooter yeah sorry to black rock with a shooter. star in there somewhere you are not getting in the universe this time but maybe you can you can maybe do um you can maybe do bits in uh your more recent stuff and uh the ova so we'll see we'll check uh, it out at some points but uh thank you all for listening if you're not sticking around hit us up on instagram and twitter if you want to let us know what you thought of black rock shooter we are gonna go into slice of life where we have a little catch up about things we've been watching outside of this and um, we will see you next week if you're not sticking around uh, in the universe. And here we are, Will, in Slice of Life, the only segment that has survived the mm -hmm. transition to the new format, which I think is going fairly well. Uh, Correct. <laughs> I mean, the big three questions yeah. have apparently evaporated, uh, but that's okay because they have. I think it's more streamlined this way. Who, yeah, needs who needs three, three questions? questions when we ask so many right. of the show as we go in? We already know the answer to our, we just, we just do the, we're so, we're so trained now. We do the three yeah. questions internally. And then we just spit out and the, the optimum answer. I'm actually in my brain. 
uh, what's happening is there is an anime version of myself that is doing battle with each of the three questions uh, to come to a conclusion about whether the show can get into the anniverse or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And then we just get the, uh, the yes. boring no. um, high school <laughs> no. answer. Yeah. Just, okay. just me talking into a microphone Brilliant. boringly. We just have to trust the works because unfortunately we don't live in a, we don't live in an anime universe where we can see the battle yeah. shown going on. So it's, it's just, it's <laughs> sitting 50 minutes, for 30 just seconds like, before answering. <laughs> like one bit of drool, yeah. just like leaking. <laughs> yes. Anyway, what have you been up to? Oh dear. Yeah. I have binge watched the, all of the screams. All of the screams. All of the scream movies, the whole scream franchise. Wow. Now you see, oh, I always get yeah. scream so just mixed like, up just like with, uh, scary movie because I'm pretty sure the first scary, scary movie, movie had the same yeah. mask and so that did irreparable damage to my perception of both franchises oh absolutely I I continuously um, and repeatedly say to to Lucy um, we, are we watching scary movie when I mean scream um, I saw scary movie before scream mm. as well so like my I, I, lo- I was obsessed yep. with the scary movies um, sort of in that sort of early teens when they were coming when they were coming out and it was just this sort of it felt it was it was that it was that sort of age where you wanted to watch things that were inappropriate for you so you sought out these things and these are like spoofs comedies that were based on scary horror horror movies that you with full of horror movie tropes that you were weren't exposed yeah. to yet so you were learning all these for the first time scary movie genuinely taught me loads about horror movies because i didn't grow up really what i was too young to really watch any or ex- see them so yes we Absolutely. could have a whole thing about scary movies oh we should re-watch the scary movies like i remember three was i, I really liked to think three. with perry we sat down and we binged scary movie one through five like in one oh, day nice. and i i will tell you nice. straight up yeah by the end of three, you're done. At the, the yeah. Five starts. Yeah, right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm good. Nah. Yeah. Why is Charlie yeah. Sheen here? <laughs> yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is he playing... Uh, yes, five, I think, is aping War of the Worlds. And it's not, and also, uh, it's basically alien movies is what scary movie and, and also the grudge for some reason, because the grudge is in every single fucking scary movie ever. And Same the ring due on the grudge It's the Japanese title versus the it English is, yeah. title. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was is thinking, he does he mean the ring? Yeah. Okay. So, Scream. Um, yeah, so, Scary Movie uh, and Scream. So, Lucy's a big fan of the Scary Movie. She she doesn't really like Scary... Sorry. Both, Scream. maybe. Did I say the Scary Movie? The There's same, a lot of crossover. Both? No, she's... Uh, yeah, so, there is. She grew up watching them. She doesn't like Scary Movies generally, but she likes Scream um, for some reason. And so, she's been watching them all again recently and she wanted me to watch them with her so we did and then we went to the cinema last night to see six and it's a new cast um, right they are films it's like, like a new central cast uh yeah with a couple of throwbacks yeah 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 yeah. as they explain in the film over and over again it's a recall um 
because they are very, very trying to be very meta and sort of self-referential in their spoofiness mm. of horror genres and things. So they reference all of the classics like Friday the 13th oh. and Halloween and all of these things that have had requels where they, and they explain what that means. You know, they, they're very sort of fun and jokey about the whole thing and like, Hey, yeah. So this is, so it feels like we're in a, in a requel now. So they're going to get the original cast back to do cameos and everything, everything's everyone's, no one's safe. Anyone can die. The old cast, the new cast. So they're talking about horror movies. Is this but also like a, about their a own consistent movie, theme sort of, throughout yeah. all of Scream? So yes. Scream's all, almost like yes. kind of playing the meta whilst also being... It, it, I guess my big question there, whilst they're doing all this meta-ness, are they actually scary? Are they actually like... No. So it, it's no. more of like... I don't, I don't, I don't, Lucy finds them scary. I think, I think sick, the modern ones do a much better job at the gruesomeness. They're a lot more, um, six is a lot more gruesome, especially. And there's a lot more blood and gore and efficient and effective mm. jump scares. Um, I think the older ones aren't as well. Do you think they're very Put together? Very much a, of the I, I, I didn't, time, especially watching you, now. like if you were watching Scream yes. One, yeah, when Friday yeah, I think there is that element. One yeah. was in cinemas. You'd be like, oh, this is it's clever, but it's also scary. Potentially, potentially, I think. Um, so, so the whole, the whole, the big thing that makes itself ref- that makes it meta is that in the second movie, there is a film called Stab, and Stab is the scary mo- is the is the scream version of the scream universe hang on, so how, how many layers are there here so now? all so, of the characters so scream itself is a layer then there's a film within the film that is referencing the film so we're at like two to three layers here yeah so it, yeah so all of the characters are obsessed with the stab movies and the stab the first stab movie was based on the first scream movie so uh-huh. So there was these, so there was these murders. There was these yeah. high school murders in the first film, which is the I whole. Remember, I think I've seen a, Scream a mass one. killer that, that wants to kill I these, these girls. Yes. Yeah. With, yeah, Matthew. That's Lillian, the one with Shaggy, yeah, okay. and he and then, is the stabby boy. And then Monica, correct. And then from that, Monica <laughs> Geller writes a book. She keeps it um, in the back of the cupboard. Who, <laughs> <laughs> and then from that. What is the Venn diagram of screaming? She writes a book and about... fans. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, well, in, in, in there's another there's another friends character in Scream Six that comes back. Um, but yeah, Ross. anyway, so they <laughs> they do reference David Schwimmer at one point because he, he plays. Does he play one of the characters in the Stab movies, I think, or something? Oh my God, what um, is this franchise? Yeah, uh, anyway. Do I need to look, sit down and watch a whole thing about movies? It. Are you telling me I that, think so. Like... I think so. I think so. They're, they are sort of fun in a way. Um, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, I don't rate them as good movies, but I think they, they're, I mean, they're quite fun. I don't fun rate the Fast and Furious movies as good, but I still sat and watched three But you've watched row, all dude. ten. I've watched every Fast and Furious movie that is currently available. <laughs> I'm going to watch the next I've just two. seen the new trailer. Have you seen the new trailer? It looks ridiculous. Just like, 
why is Jason Momoa running around in a Hawaiian t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. I hate you, Dom Toretto. It's- why? Why do you hate him this much? Yeah. <laughs> he stole your safe. Because Get family. Because fam- Sorry, because family. you're right. It's family. <laughs> family allowed him to bring down... Jason Statham's back for some reason. Fact, I know a guy, shout out Murphy, who makes uh, Vin Diesel's shoes for like every movie that he's in. And he always gets the exact same style of like fake Timberland-style shoes with screws in the bottom and a visible steel toe cap. And he gets the same one in different colours for every goddamn movie he's in. Wow. I, I have so many questions about <laughs> Murphy and <laughs> what this... And we'll answer those next How we time. got into this <laughs> career. <laughs> but okay, sounds cool. Um, Sorry, what have you been up to? I've just <laughs> talked about me. If like we could do a whole we could do a whole part a whole segment on the screen, but just, like just what have screaming. you been up to? What I've been up to? Um, I binge. Did I talk about this last week? I binged all of um, the Mandalorian season two. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, you, I remember you saying you were watching it. I don't know whether you'd finished it. I, so, yeah. so I finished that. I watched all of the Book of Boba Fett, and I also watched all of Andor as well. So I'm now currently oh, okay, yeah, all caught up. Aside from the currently airing series of Mandalorian, which I'm going to wait until it's finished to then binge um, on okay, basically yeah. all of the Star Wars shows uh, that are out at the moment. And mm. you know what? I like them. They're good. Um, I yeah. particularly like Mandalorian just because it's just a grubby little guy who's not very good at anything apart from killing people, just getting kicked by various space animals for like. Has that not become tired yet? I'm going to say no because I really like watching guys in armor get the living shit kicked out of them. <laughs> and that's yeah. it for like everything. And also, Pedro. Yeah, Pascal's I mean, that's like fair. Excellent. Like, even if he's not yeah. actually in the suit. Does he take it. his helmet off? He does a couple of times, yeah. Oh. He's a beautiful man. Good. I love him. <laughs> couple of times. Couple of times. I love how, like, I love this actor. He's in it for, like, 12 seconds an episode. But I, 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 I've I seen just, I other the show stuff for those 12 with seconds. Pedro Pascal. I watched The Unbearable No, I know, but, like, you talent. can't. I just don't. I've watched. I, f- I find it weird. At least listen, seen trailers listen, of The Last that's not of my, Us. my. My problem isn't that you, I'm not questioning your love of Pasco. What's his face? I'm, tr- I'm questioning. <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning how you, how that is a reason to watch the Mandalorian when he's in it for twelve seconds. I mean, his That's voice the, is the, there my the thought whole time. He's he's delivering a good voice, and as we know, I'm a fan of voice actors. Therefore, a good voice. This actor. is true. He could sell me on a show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, anyway. Yeah. Mandalorian, yeah. good Boba Fett. Kind of good, then ends bad. They try to do like this whole Andor, 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 fantastic, and Andor, and Andor. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I really enjoyed it. It yeah. starts off going in one direction, very kind of heisty, and then very quickly turns into yeah, very like 1984. Best song ever. Yeah. No. 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 And we kept on singing, and the empire just keeps on killing everyone that I've ever <laughs> known. Oh my god, they're all dead. They're all dead. 
And on that note, anyway, on that cheery note, <laughs> we shall end the podcast there for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, reach out to us on our socials if you can. And Will's going to leave us with one final nugget of wisdom. What is it, Will? Um, there are three types of people in this world. Those that love scary movies, those that love scary movie, and those that love Scream. Uh, you can decide which one you are, and we'll put a poll out, and um, we'll make a deciding factor tomorrow. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>